America's Got Talent started, you know, the who, the original host was who? Was um, was uh, Jerry Springer, actually. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, ABC said Dancing with the Stars, uh, all the changes is part of a new creative direction, which, you know, it's a nice There's way of saying. There's nothing creative about that show. Yeah, but Tom Bergeron's one of those good old school announcers. You know, he carries the yeah. show. He does well. He's he's just a good utility guy. He does a good job. But uh, they probably they bring it in. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they don't want somebody who's going to bring personality to that. Situation. Well, I don't think personality, but maybe like some hot dude or something that the women will get all worked up over. Oh. Like, um, who's that dude that used to be on? Uh, on that kid show, say by the bell, he's always like brought in Mario um, Lopez. Mario Lopez. Oh, Mario yeah, Mario Lopez. Lopez. Yeah, he does the the <laughs> yeah. pageants and all that stuff. Yeah, they get Mario Lopez and I don't know some half naked chick who can wear a well. Nice the belly women are interchangeable. There have been about six women in that role. Yeah, and uh, you know, so who knows what happened? But uh, you know Tom Bergeron, don't you, Gary? He lives near you. Yeah, I do. No, he's a great guy. And I don't know anything about this, but don't you think the issue with that show is that they've really kind of run out of what they call stars? I mean, there's yep. sometimes I look at it and there's somebody from a reality show from down south I never heard of and a race car driver from Europe I've never heard of. I mean, it really is like, and a, then they a, a get low... down to like the influencers from YouTube, right? Like Pootie Pie. Like, and then it just gets <laughs> to the point where they're not even stars anymore. Well, the thing with uh, Dancing with the Stars is is that if you have any kind of fame whatsoever and you have any kind of gravitas, you're not going to go on Dancing with the Stars. It's only where you go if you're desperate to be famous or if you've been famous and you're really fucking down on your luck. So, you know, the show's got to stink all over it and it's hard to get. And then and then to make matters worse, let's say you're like a dude that actually had a career. And then that old fucking British guy is sitting there telling you, you you go. You yeah, well, you you suck. You have terrible. Uh, you, your your bossa nova was absolutely horrible. I I I, I mean, I've never seen. Why are you seen... up my stage? Yeah, you have a clumsy feet, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Who are you? We don't even know who you are. And then that other the the woman. What's her name? Uh, oh, the judge. Uh, God, Carrie Anaba. Carrie Ann, who the fuck is she? <laughs> Carrie Ann, and I'd sit there. I would write on live television well, and be like, Bruno Tomioli or whatever. <laughs> Bruno Tomioli. I'm like, dude, you gonna fucking criticize me? I got a career going. I mean, I mean, even Sean Spicer, who's a complete bozo, you know, would have to say, Jesus Christ, Antonio Boliolo. I mean, who are you? It sounds like a, it sounds like a virus. Antonio but Howard, Boliolo. You're, you're a huge fan of the show. I know that yeah. the I can't remember John Hurley like that that seemed to do something for his career. How many how many winners can you name from the show? Like do you well, remember actual people who won it? First year was a woman from a soap opera. Um oh, no, I think the first year right. was John she Hurley. Come back. She was so good. No, it wasn't John Hurley. It was a woman who was, was fucking sexy as hell. Can't think of her name, but she was pretty hot. Didn't do anything for her career. Doesn't do anything for anyone's career. The only person no, who the only career boost she got was she got to come and do a champion show of <laughs> Dancing with yeah. the Stars. You know, my favorite. Sto- you I know, hate that the- I might know this, but didn't Brooke Burke? Wasn't she the one that? Didn't she win that? And that's why they made not her the one first, of the host. Not the yeah, first. She year, yeah, she wasn't first but- season. Yeah, oh, and um, season. last season, you know who won? Hannah from The Bachelorette. That's right. I mean, you know, it's like. Jesus but I can Christ. tell you somebody else who won. Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. There you go. And then he got a, and then he got America's funniest videos. That's By the way, right. I feel bad. Uh, I, Kelly Monaco was the uh, first winner. Kelly Monaco. That's right. It did so yeah, much for John Hurley that I didn't even get his name right. His name is John O'Hurley. Yeah. O'Hurley. Well, and remember when like didn't Mario Lopez go on that show too? And that's yeah. how he started. Uh, it helped him. It did yeah. help him. So some people benefited from it, you know, but you have to be really down on your luck. Well, remember when Urkel thought Dancing with the Stars was going to be his big comeback? Uh, my favorite season, my favorite season, Dance with the Stars, hands down, Chaz Bono. Chaz Bono going on. That was your season. That was my season, you know? <laughs> I loved it. I'm oh, a big Chaz Bono Chaz guy. Bono? We haven't heard from him in a long time. Yeah, we got to get him He's on, on Chaz Bono. Every once in a while. I bet you he's fucking tons of women. Yeah, but Rumor Willis, you loved her, too. I love Rumor Willis. You know what I loved about her? What? Like, it was so good. Like, you know, she's Demi Moore's daughter, and 
Bruce Willis's Willis daughter. You know, and, you know, it's like shit. She wants to be famous, and it's like kind of not happening. And and you and know she, what you do for your kids. So Demi Moore and Bruce Willis were in the audience. Yeah, and and like Bruce would only show up on certain occasions because it was killing him that he had to go sit in the audience <laughs> and dance and stuff. But Demi was there every fucking every week. week. And I'm like, she just, she just said, "Fuck it, I'm. It's my daughter. I'm going. You know, <laughs> fuck it, I'm going to Dancing with the Stars." You know, and it's like, like you know, it's such a, a weird thing. Like I remember when Joe Walsh's daughter was on some reality show, and the whole show was like Joe Walsh, the guitar player from the Eagles. Yeah. He wouldn't show up at the the reality show where his daughter was competing, and they were like busting his balls. So finally, on the last show, Joe showed up, and I felt so bad for Joe. <laughs> yeah, they dragged him, and I was like, "Oh, poor Joe! They like he doesn't want to go." Into showing up, <laughs> they shamed him. They shamed him into showing up. Yeah, it was so great. That. Yeah, it was, it was on drugs and drinking, Howard. No, no, he was sober and everything, yeah, and that was by the then point. He was sober. That's what I'm saying. At least if he, at least if he was still partying, at least he could just hang out and just be fucked up. And it was just like his absence was just being, you know, hey, he's not there for his daughter, and I'm like, Shame. oh yeah, because that's what makes a good father going on a reality show and showing up what, to see if she wins the contest, and uh, you know, and it was like when when rumor was on, it was like also. She started getting in incredible shape, and she was more and more naked after each week. And I liked right, it. Yeah, those costumes got skimpier and skimpier. Yeah, and I, I like that. I like those <laughs> costumes they put up. Because it's like softcore porn. Like I, I'm like, wow, I can't wait to tune in and see Rumor Willis. Her body's getting so incredibly What's she tight. tonight? Yeah, I wonder what she's going to be wearing. <laughs> you know, I'm it's such a pervert. They get changed out in back, like out in the backstage, out in the open. So if you were a host there, Howard, you'd be able to just be like Donald Trump when he was... You know, running the pageants and just kind of walk in on the girls changing. And, and like, then every once in a while, every once in a while, I'll ignore you, uh, Mike, uh, every once in a while, <laughs> it would be like someone's titty would pop out too, live on right, TV. Yes, the, the malfunctions, wardrobe think, malfunctions. Yeah, there was somebody's titty that came out. It was big news. It was great. I'm like, trying to uh, think, who was that? It was worthwhile too. I don't know. But, uh, oh, my God, the, the, the well, list a... of people who are on Dancing with the Stars is like, you know, it's like like uh, what you know, whose titty popped out. It says Melissa Rycroft. I think she was on The Bachelor. So I... She was on The Bachelor. Yeah, I was yeah. into that. I like that her titty popped out. <laughs> it like popped out and then she had a, she didn't know. And like for a while it was out. And then she had a her and partner. Yeah, somebody had it. to try to tell her. I think Tom Bergeron. <laughs> yeah, Tom Bergeron. <laughs> Excuse me. Your titty is out. <laughs> No, he goes like, whoa, titty. <laughs> titty. Howard, yeah. you know who else's titty came whoa, out whoa. I'm just watching? Yeah. <laughs> Nancy Grace. Nancy <laughs> Grace. Again. She's oh, like the great. woman on, she's, she's like on, uh, isn't she like the crime reporter? Yeah, she was like a crime on, uh, she had a show on like uh headline news network yeah. or something or some of those other news shows where she would have the crime of the week you know when um what was that woman who killed her daughter and got Casey off? Anthony yeah Casey. she became huge during Casey Anthony's era is she hot because she was on the air every day going what do they think she did with that girl's body you know she was there on every night so is she one yellers. of those people whose uh, titty popped out and you don't care? Like you say, hey, put right. that thing back in there? Exactly. Uh, exactly. Wow. <laughs> you know, and now in people recent... People oh, her titty popped out? <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, her titty popped out. No one noticed. <laughs> Tom Bergeron was like, oh, I, I didn't realize your titty popped out. <laughs> I, uh, I know, but, I, you know, in recent years, I would fast forward through almost everyone. And, like, if there were at least two people, because, like, Beth stopped watching Dancing with the Stars... Even my parents stopped watching it. They used to love it. And uh, my mother was like, I don't know who these people are, you know. Uh, but she, um, yeah, it, it, there would be people. But if there was one or two people I'd be interested in, then like, like if it was Rumor Willis, it didn't matter to me. Like I would just fast forward to Rumor Willis or um, like, you know. I remember uh, like, the year that the girl from um, Dirty Dancing was on. Jennifer Grey. Yeah. 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 That was pretty good. I liked watching her because how about Bindi Irwin? She was like, I didn't care about her. No. That that, that alligator guy who uh, his daughter was on. Steve Irwin. Yeah. 
There weren't enough Netflix. But it's great when they get somebody's kid on. That's the best. When Christy Brinkley's uh, sprained her ankle. That was, was that the best. last year? Yeah, Sailor. Yeah. You like Sailor- that, too. I like that. I, I, I was just like, <laughs> to me, it was so great. Christy broke her ankle. And all of a sudden, she goes, I, I don't want to disappoint everyone. I'll get in touch with Sailor, my daughter. And she'll like take maybe over. she's available. <laughs> yeah, maybe she's sitting at home doing nothing. <laughs> so then, all of a sudden, Sailor comes on, and Sailor's training, and Sailor's upset because she hasn't had as much practice time, but she's doing it for her mom. And Christie's in the audience every week for Sailor, and that was good. That yeah, you that can't was get drama. better. You can't get better television than that. You, my mind was racing. <laughs> you know, she, didn't she cry if she didn't do well? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She'd so, be, oh, she was great. Like that nasty God. British judge would be like, you know, Sarah, you've already had a week. Um, now we can't give you a pass anymore. Yes, you started late, but you did you like, <laughs> like, oh, fuck. And like, I think she thought this was going to be her opening into like maybe being on The View and hope maybe getting a seat there or hosting like a Kelly Ripa type show. Right. And now like she's back to living with her mama or wherever she lives. I don't know. But I like that drama. That was good. Sailor Brinkley. <laughs> and then and then they eliminated her and she, she said, you know, it's not fair. You know, because I think she felt people were against her because she has a privileged life. She's the daughter of somebody wealthy and she's a cute girl. And Uh she feels the, you know, she feels she should have had more time on the show. So and then right on TV, she had a pretty big breakdown. Yeah. When she was eliminated. She had a real. I don't mean to laugh at somebody's breakdown. (laughs) It was pretty great because (laughs) it was pretty great. I don't know. That that show. I like Dancing with the Stars. Those are the moments I, I live for, you know. <laughs> she finished ninth place that season, and Sean Spicer finished fifth, and she was, like, upset. Oh, wow. Sean Spicer oh, was so yeah. bad. and yeah, like this was, was terrible. And she had never gotten this much attention, and I think Christy liked the whole thing. And, you well, know, Christy was there every week cheering right. her on. Yeah. And you kind of thought, too, like with Rumor Willis, you thought, like, maybe she'd get a break afterwards. But then she disappeared. No, she got jobs. She did? Yeah, she She wound up on Power. No, not Power. Empire, which is a Fox show. Okay. Uh, She had a recurring role on that for a while. Yeah, you know, Dancing with the Stars. So maybe, I don't know, John Hine would probably know. Maybe the ratings went down. Yeah, I don't know what the ratings uh, are. You know, but uh, they needed a few more nip slips to get those ratings up, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, look at those pepperoni nips. Yeah. Uh, Hey, John, what happened? The ratings went down? Yeah, the ratings dropped, but it still did okay. In the beginning, it was enormous. Monster, yeah. But now, again, with the people who were dancing on it, there just wasn't that much of a draw. So apparently ABC is going to remake the whole thing and try and... uh, bring a new edge to it. But I feel bad for Tom Bergeron. He's been there. Yeah, since why? Tom Bergeron wasn't the problem. It was the cast of dance. That's right. Tom's fine. What, what, um, Tom's a real good announcer. What, um, you know, and he kept the thing moving. Yeah. I even like once in a while, they'd come back from break and Tom would try like doing a few dance steps. Like he, like we caught him dancing. Like he was trying right. to be in the spirit of the show. Right. That was my favorite. <laughs> And he would be like moving around a little bit, and you know he dances like a white guy, so it's pretty funny. Um, what? So like, why fire him now? Because how can they have Dancing with the Stars during COVID nineteen? I mean, why not just say nothing? I, I don't know. It, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like like I hadn't heard a rumor about it or anything. And then Aaron Andrews, of course, who does sports stuff, she's out of both jobs now because there's no sports and there's no Dancing with the Stars. Oh but, dear. But the, you better you know, get the a name- stimulus package together for her. Hey, by the way, speaking of no sports, doing on his channels for serious. If there's no sports, isn't he a sports guy? Did you yeah, say Mad Dog? Got- yeah, Mad Dog. ESPN and all those guys have to keep trying to talk about sports too. Well, John had well, a that- sports TV show, and he he's not even he on got- it anymore because yeah, he you got know, there's canned. nothing to talk about. Yeah, my show is a casualty of COVID, um, but all sports shows now are talking about when sports is going to come back. 
And the NBA is now back down in uh, Orlando on the Disney property. Hockey's coming back. Baseball's going to be back uh, later this month, early next month. So it's all speculation as to how they're going to handle it, all these different people getting sick. Uh, yeah, stuff because like that. now everybody, you know, they get these people together and somebody always has COVID. Yeah, Same like, time. and there's going to be no spectators, I assume, right? It's just right. going to be, yeah. You know, Correct. They're, they're going to put um, cardboard cutouts at a lot of the stadiums, so we're going to try to see if we can get some flat Ronnies in there. Oh, nice. Oh, That'd yeah. be fun. A lot of flat Ronnies. So That'll what is good. like Mad So Mad Dog for like, how long is he on for? Like two or three hours? A couple of hours, yeah. Yeah, and, and he talks about, I can't wait for sports to come back. I'm going crazy. I mean, I mean how much of that can you do? I mean, before you run out of shit to talk about. Yeah, there's about. not much controversy. They, they, well, they have had a few things that um, guy that... Richard loves because Kansas City won Mahomes. the Super Bowl. He just got a huge contract. So that yeah. took up a week or so because he got the highest, the biggest contract ever given out in, in NFL history, didn't he? Yeah, he got a huge contract. And now, you know, Washington having to change their, they're finally changing the name of the Redskins after keeping that And we don't know what a, the new name is going to be. So that's a couple of days. A lot of debate about that, uh, what's going on with the NBA and players, you know, having to stay in quarantine and. Uh, hey, John. So there's. I was thinking about it. How come so many football teams have like references to American Indians? Like it's almost every team. Like, like, like what's up with that? Like even they're talking about maybe they're going to change their name to the Warriors. The Redskins yeah. are going to be the Warriors. Like, and that's like, you know, and like, like the Kansas City Chiefs. What, the what's up the with that? When the league started, what did they say? Hey, let's get let's get some American Indian name type things going or something. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, not they just, just football. Looked at the Indian playbook. What do we call the Indians this week? Yeah. Well, the the in baseball, I mean, the Atlanta Braves. They're not changing their name. The right. uh, but they're getting they're going to do something with the tomahawk chop, which is you know people in the stands going like that with a with a tomahawk. Um, so that's going to change. The Cleveland what about Indians, the Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland Indians. What about the Indians, them? Yeah, they're debating whether or not they're going to change their name. Uh, it really is across all sports, not just football. First of all, the name Indians anyway is such an insult. Christopher Columbus thought he was in India when he came to America, and he saw the Native Americans here. The indigenous people of America, and he went, "Oh, you're Indians because I'm in India." I mean, that's the whole, you know. It's like so fucking insulting. Like he didn't even know where. First of all, he's the dummy who didn't know where he was, and then he well, named them who Indians. Knew there was other land out there. Right. Howard, have you ever have you ever seen the Indians mascot slash logo? It's like crazy offensive. It's like a red guy with big giant teeth and a feather, and it's. I mean, it's really super offensive. And somehow I, know. I don't know how they've how they've gotten away with that. His name is Chief Everybody Wah was concentrating on yeah, the Chief Redskins. Chief, Chief Wahoo Wah is his name. Yeah, like, like you're surprised there wasn't there isn't like the <laughs> Cleveland Godless Savages. You know, like where were we? <laughs> like like what are these names <laughs> they came up with? And I but, love but, that owner of uh, the Redskins who just he's even still kind of pissed off. He's got to change the name. He's really he pissed off. And he's like, dude, just do it and stop being such a dick. Well, he, he just does, you know, he didn't care what we said. You know, people yeah. complaining didn't bother him. But as soon as sponsors started uh, carrying on, he got in line. Yeah, I mean, he does not. He still doesn't want to change it. He's only being yeah. for because FedEx Field, where they played, FedEx said they're out. Now, uh, other the the shoe companies are now saying they're out, and he finally bowed to the pressure. But everyone is very curious as to what the new name is going to be because they say it's going to honor the tradition of the Redskins, but also honor other traditions. I have no idea what this name is going to be. What that means? Yeah. Well, they I said that he, he has a, they won, he has a when the um, Warriors came in second. I forget the name they came in first. It was the Red uh, Tails is the one Red that uh, would honor the. Um, Tuskegee Airman, but apparently he's got a patent or a copyright on the Warriors, but he's in some sort of copyright war. So I think they're legally trying to figure that out. I think that's the one they want. Warriors, Warriors? is a good name. Is oh, that what God. you said, Gary? Yeah, Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors. You know that all the colleges went through this like 15 years ago, but that was whole because of NCAA money. So like St. John's used to be the Redmen, and now they're like the Red Storm. And then it got so crazy, like Syracuse was the Orangemen. And they had to change to the orange just because it, it had to be gender neutral. So all the colleges changed That's their names years ago. What's that? I, I've heard of that. 
Yeah, they're, yeah. They're now the people are calling the uh, Texas Rangers. They they want them to change their name because they say the real Texas Rangers have a very racist past. So they're thinking of changing that too. I don't know, but let's get back to Dancing with the Stars. Something important. Yeah, something that doesn't have all this controversy. Yeah, oh, something can pure. You just tell us, just be honest. Did did, uh, did they reach out to Don and try to offer you the job or not? No, I've been offered a bunch of game shows and TV shows that would shock you. Like, they they wanted me as the host. Yeah, and, all of a sudden, um, game shows are back. Yeah, I, I, I'm um, begging you, please, though, at some point after you retire, can you please give us a list of all those and give us the secret list of all the women that you had sex with so we can just know historically, no. factually, you know? Neither thing Fair. will happen, and I'll tell you why. Um, uh, honestly... you got to wait for Ralph's book. Yeah, Ralph knows. Oh, Ralph you, doesn't Ralph. even know all the, uh, the the game shows I got offered. But like after Amer- after America's Got Talent, you know, everybody kind of figured I'm not the, a complete maniac and I'm very workable. And um, one of the one of the women that I work with at America's Got Talent, uh, there was a couple, but Trish and they all own the rights to a lot of these game shows. And we had a bunch of meetings, and they offered me a bunch of these game shows. And then ABC offered me a bunch of game shows, and then. Uh, uh, there was a bunch of other networks, NBC, uh, you know, and uh, some of them were so tempting because I love game shows. I love, I love, I want to just be the host of a game show. I just love that <laughs> fucking idea. I mean, because when I was a kid, I, that's what my, I, I like, I wanted to be on the radio because I knew I could never, with my face and who I was and, I could never be on TV and host a game show. So a game show wasn't even in my dreams because I knew I don't look like a game show host, nor did I have any kind of delivery or any kind of show business savvy. And guys like Gene Rayburn were game show hosts, guys like um, Bill Cullen and, 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 uh, uh, so Tom you know, Kennedy, Tom Kennedy. Chuck and like I didn't, Woolery, Chuck Woolery. Like I didn't even think like I could get a shitty game show. Like Wink Martindale had that horrible show with the dragon. If you got the dragon on the board, I'd be like, like even a shitty game show I couldn't get. So I never even would yeah, dream. Truth, the consequences, Price is Right. You know all of the ones that what's his name did. What yeah. that guy's Bob name? Barker. Bob Barker. Yeah. I, oh, if you would have told me I could be Bob Barker or, uh, but I mean. I have so many stories about game shows and reality shows that have been offered to me. A lot of the super popular ones, quite frankly, uh, and a couple that would have been really fucking interesting, too, with some of the greatest game show producers. But you know what it was? I, I, I just uh, it's just not my thing anymore. You know what I mean? It would have been weird. And, you know, I, I don't know. And, and also I'm at the point of my life, just doing this is fine. And, I mean, if something else came along that was mind-blowing, I probably would give it a look. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. If, you but know, if I, I was a younger dude, every maybe. Every time I turn around, there's a new game show coming up. I know. Well, why not? But Tic-Tac-Doe, that was the one with Wink Martindale. That was so yeah. bad. And I, and I wouldn't even ever aspire to be on, you know, Tic-Tac-Doe because, <laughs> you know, who would buy me in that role? You, but, needed, you needed a you look know. for Tic-Tac-Doe. <laughs> Yeah, and I remember like doing these game shows is pretty fucking lucrative. Like they were gonna give me ownership oh, yeah. in it and all kind of crazy deals, and and there and I'd be like, well, it just takes up too much of my time. I do a lot of writing for my radio show. I've got to do, and they'd go, we can do the whole season in eight days. I go, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? They go, it's just going to be a very busy eight days. We'll do five hundred shows a day, and you'll just you know. And I went, that sounds horrible. <laughs> you know, I was like, what yeah, kind of nightmare? That means you are living there. Yeah. So, anyway. Hey, uh, thank you, Mike, for the call. So, yeah, we'll have to see hours. who ends up uh, with love Dancing you, with the Stars. Yeah, but I don't even see how they're going to have Dancing with the Stars during COVID-19. By the way, I was reading that uh, Jimmy Fallon went back to his studio at 30 Rock. Oh yeah, and my yeah, and I gotta find out how that how that is works. Is he doing it without an audience in that big space? Yeah, no audience. Uh, the roots were sort of spread out. Um, yeah, the camera people were wearing masks and stuff. Uh, he was interviewing guests over Zoom still. So, but yeah, he showed so up. What difference does it make? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> think Colbert went. So I don't know what's going on. 
I don't know. I don't think we're ever going to see our New York studio, not at least for a year. I mean, I don't know. Even if they're talking about this uh, COVID-19 vaccine, like you were saying yesterday, it's like 70% maybe effective at first. And I don't see how, I don't know how things are ever going to get back to normal because the thing is surging. Florida, Arizona, Pennsylvania. Um, you know what? Even I, 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 How does it feel being the laughing stock? Because of the world? Now Canada is like, yeah, 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 yeah. We got it under control. Um, we look incompetent, which we are. We've got We're a bunch of spoiled. Than you are. The whole thing's been mishandled. I know how I would have handled it, but, you know, it's crazy. Hey, look at this. Boston University, where I went, is thinking of renaming their mascot, Rhett Which the was Bull. what? It was named Rhett after Rhett Butler, which is considered racist because it's from uh. Gone with the Wind. So they're going to rename him Rhett the Bulldog. Rhett the Bulldog. There you go. Oh, just make him a bulldog instead of no. Rhett Butler. He, he's Rhett the Bulldog, and they're thinking of getting rid of Rhett, the Rhett name. So oh, they're going to get rid of Rhett oh. altogether? And yeah, just call yeah, him yeah. the Bulldog? Yeah, I don't know what we'll their, just call their him, backup plan is. Call him Jason. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Hold on. Uh, what do I want to do? What time is it? Oh. 922. Let me think. What do I want to do here? Maybe I'll play you a phony phone call. Or I could give you a Bigfoot update. God, I have so many things here we could do. Well, you uh, know, I always love hearing about the WAC pack and how they're doing in the pandemic. I thought they'd be major spreaders, but it doesn't seem that they've uh, any hot spots have broken out around them. I could mention, too, that uh, while we were on vacation... Uh, Carl Reiner died, who yes. I'm a big fan of. Carl Reiner is unbelievable. The guy, uh, for those of you who are younger, he was a comedian, a uh, writer of comedy, started out on something called Your Show of Shows, which was a TV show that was way ahead of its time, like a, almost like the Saturday Night Live of its day, but even bigger in prime time. You know, it was like, well, a that big was deal. when there was hardly anything on television. Yeah. So he started out like with that and then probably most famously he created the Dick Van Dyke show, which was this killer television show with Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore. And uh back then like sitcoms had zero edge. You know, it was all like Leave It a Beaver and Donna Reed show and uh he had the great idea because he was a writer on television shows, he made a show about himself, about being a writer on a television show. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it, it was just an incredible show, was nominated for 25 Emmys. And we he loved the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah, it was really great. And he he wrote a lot of the episodes all by himself. And In he fact, used um, to sometimes show up because he was wasn't he Mr. Brady, the big boss? <laughs> yeah, he, he was on the show. But uh, Carl's son, uh, Carl Reiner's son, Rob Reiner who, of course, is a successful actor, played Meathead on TV. He was, he's a well-known guy. He was, he, he was on our show once, and he was telling me what it was like to watch his dad work on the Dick Van Dyke show. He'd go into his office. Listen, this is the words of Rob Reiner talking about his father. I used to go down to the Van Dyke show, watch my dad work with the actors, and, and I saw how they worked with the cameras and how he fixed the scripts. And I studied all that stuff, and but I wanted to be Did you get competitive with him? Uh, I felt that way. He yeah. didn't feel that way with me. I felt like I wanted to be. I remember one time walking into his office and sitting down. Now, he wrote 20, 25 scripts every year by himself. And I sat behind his desk, and I, lo and I was like you know, 14, 15 years old. I said... How the hell am I going to do this? I can't do this. How did he do, do it? Was he alone when he wrote these scripts? Yeah. And yeah. you would walk in, and he, I guess he had a typewriter at that point. Yeah. And he'd sit there and just bang it out like it yeah. was not like Mozart banging yeah. out a song, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, And I remember as a kid, you know, I knew he was having uh, struggles with coming up with ideas because he would wander into my room and he would say, anything interesting happened to you? <laughs> yeah, anything going on here? You know, maybe you yeah. could Yeah, so that, I always knew he was a little stuck. And then, That's uh, amazing because you think, yes, TV uh, seasons were 25 episodes long at that time. Yeah, and he wasn't sitting in a writing room writing with a bunch of other people. He wrote it all himself. 
And then Rob was telling us he was incredibly nervous the first time he pitched a joke to his dad. You forget Carl Reiner and um, and Mel Brooks. They worked together for years, not only on your show of shows, but they would do this routine called The Thousand-Year-Old Man. And uh, that was a whole big collaboration, even if his father had just done that. But he said he'd walk in, and one time he pitched uh, an idea, a comedy, you know, a, a joke yeah. to Mel Brooks and, and Carl Reiner, and he was real nervous about it. My dad and Mel Brooks, uh, they were preparing to do the Ed Sullivan show, uh, and you only get like six minutes, and I came up with an idea for a joke. I was like 16 at the time. Right. And I came up with an idea for a joke, and I came down into the room where they were, and I said, I think I might have something, and I was like terrified, you know, because I had yeah, this... You're pitching. And I'm pitching to yeah. my dad and Mel Brooks, and I had this joke, and they actually used it. That wow. was like the greatest... The greatest thrill. Well, that is great. Yeah. And, and and I would think pitching to those guys, and then if you get smacked down, that's oh, it. God. Then you can't talk oh, in God. a room. Oh, God. Oh, God is right. Oh, my God. Yeah, if they, they say you're not funny, I guess you never get up off the floor. Carl Reiner, who died. Um, so he would go to dinner parties with his buddy Mel Brooks, and they would just sit at a dinner party and riff and just do this funny thing where... Carl Reiner would ask Mel Brooks questions, and Mel Brooks would be the thousand-year-old man, a man who had lived for a thousand years. And it was so creative and funny, and people at the parties loved it so much, they actually went and decided to do a record album to record this thing that they did. Yeah. And um, it, this is this is what they used to do. This is their act. By the way, sir, uh, are you married? I have been married several hundred times. <laughs> several hundred yes. times? Yes. You have been married? Do you remember all your wives? One I remember well. <laughs> Which one was that? The third one, Shirley. <laughs> I remember her. I read her. I'm afraid to ask the next question. You had many hundreds of wives. Hundreds and hundreds of wives. How many children do you have? I have over 42,000 children. <laughs> and not one comes to visit me. <laughs> And then he also did the movies with Steve Martin, like The Jerk, which is one of the best yeah, movies yeah, ever. Yeah, he directed him. Yeah. You actually roasted Carl Reiner. I no, forgot I didn't you did roast that. Carl Reiner. I roasted with him. Yeah, but you, you, you gave a him a couple of digs. Him? Yeah, you did yeah. some jokes on him. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I forgot that because he complimented me at the end of the night, which was a lot. You no, know, it meant a lot to me. Right. Robin was part of the Joan Rivers roast. And she did. She took a few shots at Carl Reiner. You brought up uh, Joan's deceased husband, Edgar, and predicted Carl would be dead soon. But he didn't. <laughs> he lasted. <laughs> he, he, he defied me. Yeah. Carl Reiner is here. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Joan, if you have a message for Edgar... Carl will be seeing him in a couple of weeks. <laughs> this man revolutionized the sitcom. Carl, it must have been so hard to top the Dick Van Dyke show. Because you didn't. <laughs> hey, you did a good job. Yeah. There you go. Like, uh, Carl Reiner was amazing, so I thought we should mention oh, that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I, I was very sad when I heard that news, because first of all, he and Mel Brooks are were still the best of friends right up until the very end. Right. And they used to see each other all the time, and they still did things together. And now Mel is all alone. Yeah, I meant to ask Jim Carrey about uh, Carl Reiner because the last time Jim was on our show before this morning, he uh, remember he was leaving to go have lunch with Carl Reiner. So, ah, yeah, they were friends, but I forgot because I was so busy with other stuff. But um, yeah, the story would go that from what I know about the movie The Jerk, which is one of the best comedies ever. If you've never seen The Jerk, that's insane. But Carl Reiner would drive Steve Martin to the set of The Jerk every morning and they would write jokes together during the commute. That's how it worked. And wow. they had this great collaboration. But, uh, yeah, rest in peace. The guy was, I think, 97 or something years old. Yeah, that he it? had lived a long, long time. But, yeah. you know, I'm sure he would have taken a few more years if he could because he loved living. 
See who else uh, died. Charlie Daniels, we mentioned him yesterday. Um, Nick Cordero, we mentioned while we were on vacation, he died of COVID. Hugh Downs died, 99 years old. He used to host I the Today that Show. one, or did I just forget? Yeah, well, <laughs> he got lost in the sauce. Hugh Downs. <laughs> oh, Carl Reiner was 98. Jeez. Uh, Good long run. Did we ever do that where we spoke to you in the future? We started it, and we were having technical difficulties that day. Want to try again? It's up to you. You you want to hit that button and see what happens? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work out so well the last time. The idea is that literally on our phone right now is Robin calling from 2021 to tell us what happens in the future. It's you on the phone, Robin. Me from the future. In the future. Yeah. So this is like I know what happens the rest of 2020. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I might bail in the middle of this, but That's I'll try. The premise. <laughs> All right. Everybody up for this? Or are you busy? If you're busy, it's fine. This might not work out so well. All right. Anyway, on the phone, believe it or not, is Robin from the future. So, hello, future Robin. Hi, Howard. Guess what? We've all been in lockdown for a year, and we still can't leave our freaking homes. Hmm. So, future Robin, you're saying they never figured out a vaccine? No, but they did come up with five new boner pills. Thanks a lot, nerds. Wow. Hey, future Robin, you know I love you. H- how are you holding up? Well, I ran out of toilet paper about four months ago. So, I guess you could say I'm on edge. I like future Robin. I do. What do you, what do you, you think want to work with her? I think I want to work with future Robin. Present day Robin, shut the what fuck was... up. Oh, shut up. <laughs> hey, present day Robin, zip it. <laughs> all right, both of you Robins, calm down. So, right. Uh, right. Now we all pull shit out of our asses like Ronnie. I guess he was some kind of a poop-pulling pioneer. Oh, you're saying in the future there's no toilet paper, so you just literally take your hand and pull the feces out. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, this is depressing what's going on. Yeah, you don't want to go any further, Howard. I think we want to just stay where we are. By the way, who won the president? Future Robin, who wins the uh, presidential election? Is it it Trump? Trump Trump's still president. Trump's still president. I thought he might lose. Oh, he lost, but he refused to leave the White House. Then he and Joe Biden got into a fist fight in the Rose Garden. Biden broke a hip. So now Trump is king for life. And what about all these protests? Did it finally end racism? Oh, yeah. We all live as one now. It's beautiful. Future Robin, that is amazing to hear. No, you dope. We've been having a race war for six months nonstop. It's like 1968 with shittier music. God, you are something in the future, Robin. You, you, it's so fascinating to talk to you in the future. I can't even imagine getting this depressed. What is happening? It must be terrible in the future. Right. What do you, what, future Robin, <laughs> what, yes. do you miss, yeah, what do you miss about your old life, future Robin? Oh, Howard, I miss the staff at the office. I don't know any of their names, but I miss breezing past their fat, greasy faces on the way to my chauffeur. Right. <laughs> I remember back in the day when we could work before COVID-19, you, uh, you, you rarely knew anyone's name and you were always in a rush. But uh, there's a lot of memories there. Look, I am never going to be in a room with you or anyone else ever again. So I might as well say exactly what I feel. You can all eat a hot bowl of shit. Oh, come on. Boy, future Robin, you're such a cynic. I don't think I want to meet her. <laughs> Quiet, Robin. I'm talking. Hey, what, it's a... Uh... <laughs> you crank yourself up talking back to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, future Robin. 
because this is fascinating to hear what life will be like in the future. Is there anybody you miss from the yes. staff? Is there anyone you miss from the staff? Uh, yeah, I miss J.D. mumbling stupid shit to himself. Uh, uh, I think we're, we're living in an, uh, an alternate universe. Shut up, you loser. Well, okay, so J.D., obviously you don't miss, but do you miss anyone on the staff? I miss Gary, whatever the fuck he used to do. I'm sure it was something. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. I miss the way Gary would cough up phlegm like a $5 whore spitting up jizz. <laughs> Sorry, boss. <laughs> Gross. No. You know, I, uh, I got to tell you, Robin, what you turn into in the future is this honest, uh, very, very candid uh, a broadcast. <laughs> a monster. And I like it. I do like you in the future. Yeah. Hey, Robin uh, of the future. Forget this, Robin. Robin of the future. <laughs> what about Mamet? Do you miss him? Mamet looks like a guy getting a sex change operation who ran out of money halfway through. Ooh. Boy, she's right. <laughs> I told you. Oh, when he so put harsh. on that turby <laughs> twist yesterday, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say? And I always hated those dumbass Robin songs. Really? Well, she's being honest now. But, but wait a second, uh, future Robin. Those songs, they always sing about how sexy you are. The next person that rhymes boobs with splooge is getting a black foot right up their ass. <laughs> your, your future Robin is cracking up present day, Robin. I'm beginning to like her. And you like her. You like her sassy attitude. And you you got great lines. Listen to yourself in the future laughing. Oh, she cracks herself up still. Yeah. <laughs> right now, present-day Robin is laughing at future Robin. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, yeah. I hate to ask you this, future Robin, but do you miss me? You know, I really do miss our time together in the same studio, Howard. Really? No, we've oh. talked enough. For 30 years, it's been, hey, my dick is small. I don't like anything. Everybody's an idiot. Blah, blah, blah. Jeez. I never whined that much, and I had cancer. Fuck you, pussy boy. Oh, my God. What you've turned into. Crazy. You're a monster. <laughs> I told I you. Oh, my God. Future Robin, please. Uh, this is terrible. you got to calm down. Go program your Roomba to suck the stick out of your ass, you finicky bitch. All right. I had enough of Future Robin. <laughs> oh, um, all boy. right. Good luck, Future Robin. Uh, nice talking to you. Fuck everybody. And that's what's happening. All right, thank you. All right. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Go away. Right. Bye. I think, uh, bye. Horrible. I got to tell you, future. I got to tell you, future Robin, I'm a little aroused by you. I kind of dig your whole attitude. I like your whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, right. you know. By the way, present Robin thinks future Robin should get a Netflix comedy special. She thinks you're quite something. Present day Robin, shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> now you just killed it. Uh, by the way, present Robin is going to have Zoom drinks with future Robin later. Yeah, so, there you uh, go. There yes. You go. Yes. Yes. That's the plan. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank Goodbye. you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, future Goodbye. Robin. Yes. Bye. Bye. Future Robin. Very, very sophisticated. <laughs> well, I hope we never hear from her again. She can I only get we, worse. <laughs> I hope we hear from her again tomorrow. <laughs> Boy, she was just brutal. Yeah. Awesome. Let's go to, uh, I don't know, Peter. Is that you, Peter? Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, so uh, my wife is expecting our first son, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm wrapping my brain around whether or not to get a circumcision. Well, for him, of course. 
I feel your pain, dude. I, I tell you the truth. I never had a son, so I didn't, I didn't have to confront this, but I know deep After in my heart. all you've said, you would have an argument with yourself about it? Yes. I am so definite that circumcision is wrong, that we are born perfect, that circumcision was something dreamt up by mankind in the same way that we criticize Africa for circumcising their women. It's got to be just as wrong to cut off a piece of skin on a guy's dick. And as best as I can tell, that years and years, hundreds of years ago, man was so out of control that they, they came up with this cockamamie bullshit story. But the fact was, they thought if they cut off this foreskin that has so much sensation in it that men wouldn't go around raping and pillaging and, and, and being out of control with their dicks, that they would cut down on the sensation and the sensitivity. I am so convinced that circumcision is wrong, that it is not a covenant with God, as, as many religions, including the Jewish religion, believes, or that it is some kind of bad thing to have a foreskin. I'm so convinced of it. I am so definite on it that I must tell you it is 100% wrong to do, and yet, <laughs> this is the fucked up part, and yet, I still don't know whether I would circumcise my son or not. That is crazy. Well, you had a reason. You you had a reason. You had your parents. You know the, the Jewish tradition. You're half half Italian, half Jewish. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I don't have that. Uh, 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 uh. So, Who's that? Future Robin over there, or is that present Robin? I don't know who I'm working I with. I think so. She crept yeah. in. But but um, I really seriously have a problem with this because you know I have heard from some guys who have who are uncircumcised that their foreskin is a problem. Uh, it hurts them. It's hard to retract. It's hard to maintain a healthy penis. I've heard all know, of these things. Howard, the whole continent of Europe is uncircumcised. I know. That's why I can't the go there. The whole country of Canada, uncircumcised. Another place I can't go because uh, <laughs> I'm, I look so different. What if I go to a nudist colony? People make fun of me. I. Um, what about Baba? Baba Fuhai is right here. Go ahead, Baba. His kids didn't get circumcised. Do they have problems with girls? I don't know what their sex lives are about, but um, they both are circumcised. And if I had to do it again, oh, I would. Are. Although it was, it was a discussion at the time. In fact, the nurse at the hospital tried to talk me out of it big time, but we want to do it. But, Howard, if you talk to most of the guys on the staff who are uncircumcised, at one point or another, they've had issues, whether it be with infections or cleanliness or you know, yeah, stuff. But up, it's I'm not saying staff. it's the worst thing in the world. Yeah, well, but a lot of the go guys on our staff are animals. I mean, they, yeah, they, they don't maintain staff, anything. Gary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I now, mean, how many Fred, times do I have Fred to hear is about a gentleman, and Fred does maintain his penis, and he claims he does not have a problem. He, he retracts it. He regularly cleans out cheese. He's got a whole cheese farm down there, no. but he gets rid <laughs> of it. Right? But, Howard, you don't, you don't clean yeah. your penis, right? There's a whole other step there that you don't have to deal with. Gary, uh, I'm a superstar. You cannot ask me questions like he that. He would have somebody else clean his Yeah, penis. I have people who clean my penis. <laughs> Ralph. If, uh, <laughs> Ralph would be cleaning my penis now as we speak if I was so uncircumcised. Use a brush or what? Excuse me. Uh, it's time for your penis cleaning. Retract you want me your... to baby shampoo or you just want to use conditioner? Let's retract your glance penis. Um, <laughs> now, Fred has described that he has had no problem, right, Fred? You... you only no one time was there a ripping, which Ooh. I'm not going to get too, uh, you know, there was a thing where something happened. I maybe zigged when I should have zagged and it kind of tore a little bit. Other than that, smooth sailing. Right. And as long as now, you keep it clean, you don't have a problem. So I don't know so, when anybody gets any sort of infections or cheese or this, that, or the other well, thing. Well, that's why it's our staff, Fred. Well, Sal. <laughs> that, that's why they got to wear turbans on their cocks. The Sal once spoke at an anti-circumcision event. And then, of course, mm -hmm. circumcised his sons. <laughs> yeah, which, which is saying. typical. Yeah, it's typical Sal logic. You know what I mean? It's like Sal you're literally exercising the same logic. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm exercising the same logic as Sal. <laughs> <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. Right, I should. Sal, why yes. did you do that? I know you feel your you should be circumcised. You do not like having an uncircumcised penis, right? Now I love it. And you, you, why do you now love it? Well, okay. 
Well, because now, I, I mean, my whole life growing up, it was extremely embarrassing to be uncircumcised. You know, people in school would say, oh, that guy has a turtleneck or, you know, that guy has an anteater. And I would have to hide the fact that I was uncircumcised and it was extremely I'm embarrassing, especially especially if you picked up women and whatnot. But as I grew older and I, I came on the show, I learned to really love my foreskin because of all the stunts, you know, putting things inside of it, growing the cock cheese, <laughs> the Richard's face, the see Metallica. I really, I really developed I'm the love. Creep. It became part of my uh, personality. You know, like how Alfalfa has that, that, that uh, hair growing in the back of his head. My, my dick became part of me. It, it defined uh, somewhat of who I am. It's always and been I, part of you. Yeah, I so know. Why but did I'm, you? I'm really so the question it. is, why? Even after you spoke at the anti-circumcision yes. event, you went ahead and circumcised your kids. That's why? true, and I'll tell you why. Because in spite of me enjoying my penis, and I'm on the show, it's very unlikely that my children will be on future shows to do stunts <laughs> with their dicks and fall and in love with them. Yeah. Life. <laughs> and I and I and I don't I didn't want them, Howard, to suffer the same humility and embarrassment I did as a child by having. Uh, an uncut cock. That's what did no, you have suffer? You, have you, have... Wait a minute. What did you suffer? Having an uncut cock. But he you suffered humility. You, you I saw, had... Humility. I was humiliated. I, humil humility with an age. <laughs> He's on a roll. Leave him alone. Go <laughs> um, talk to Sal. future Robin, will you? <laughs> yeah. But, but Sal, haven't you had trouble with infections in your life? Yes. I, I had eczema a few times. I've had red spots. Um, I mean, tremendous. The, Howard, I can tell you, sometimes in the morning I take a leak. I, I get dizzy from the smell that's wafting up. It does the cheese and the stink that could develop How there. It's horrible. How often do you wash? I wash, I wash daily, Robin, but if I skip a shower, I, I, I could kill a cat with this thing. <laughs> so how come? Wait, I Sal, got a you're telling, wait a second. Has... Sal, you're telling me in the morning, sometimes you go to piss, you yeah. take out your cock, and the, it smells like shit. It hits. Howard, it's like. Oh, like, uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa. And it's like, it's almost like a cue, like Sal, hop in the shower. You know, it's time. And then sometimes, Howard, I, ha I have to wash it in the shower and then I pat it and then I do a smell test. And sometimes I have to go back in the shower. Wow. wow. Sal, do you think you have the most famous foreskin in the world at this point? It's been on camera so many years. I'd like to believe that, Howard. I'm really proud of that. As a matter of fact, yeah. uh, you know the guy who shoved his balls up his ass? We talked about him recently yeah. in the video. I wanted to see what I could do. I'm able to stretch my foreskin and kind of tuck it in my butthole. <laughs> Would you be of willing to do that you now? Can. I don't know if I could do it on Zoom, what the legalities are, but I what do you mean? You're, what do you mean? What, Zoom has a problem? <laughs> I, I'll try it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, why? No, what, no. what does Zoom care? If you, you're going to take I, your I, your dick now and take your yes. foreskin, stretch it, and put it in your ass? <laughs> yes, I will. All, just right. For you. All right, I want to see that. Make sure you're on you're, camera. Don't miss a thing. Yes, uh, I'll tilt your camera down. We yeah, can't see. Make sure. There you go. Here we go. <laughs> oh boy! Don't fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I hope Zoom doesn't get upset. I want the kids to walk in. <laughs> there he goes, Robin. He can't do that. Sal, I can't oh see God. your asshole. Turn, turn to the camera. Okay. Turn your asshole to the camera. Turn around. He's like uh, Jim Carrey with no joke. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh. Get it in there. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, my oh. goodness. Uh, Is it going to stay? Wow. Oh, yeah. no. He'll get it in there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Does anybody have star. any idea how unhygienic... <laughs> What just happened is you put the head of your Look. dick in your asshole. Well, the, you, the, <laughs> is it in there now? It stinks. No, I mean, I, I, I could sit. I could oh. tuck it in and sit on it. Yeah. What? Gonna, well, let's see your right. butt with it in. Well, I, I can. No, I he can, couldn't make it stay. I can't stay, but I could shove it in. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> don't hurt yourself. Yeah. No. Don't ever put that camera on your face. Yeah. Now we got a good shot. Let me see what you're doing. Get in there. Oh Take that force. <laughs> it's like Turkish taffy, that force. <laughs> Sal's actually fucking himself in the ass right now, technically. Oh, my. Look at that. that he did crazy. it. Good for you, Sal. You, you really have a new skill. <laughs> Look at that. Did it stay or did it pop right out? It's mostly finger 